0: Welcome to Freedom Matters Today, I'm Michael J. Sutton and this is episode 108 in our series Freedom from Fear. Today, the only armour God wants you to wear. In Australia and other Commonwealth nations there is one sport that rules all others. It is quintessentially English and a relic of empire. Nonetheless it is exalted, respected and adored by millions regardless of the appalling way the British ruled their part of the world or what used to be their part of the world. Cricket is not a safe sport. Indeed, it is one of the deadlier sports and as a result players need to wear body armour like samurai to protect themselves from the ball. Armour is typically worn on the shins, over the groin, there's a helmet and face guard. This was not always the case however in the 1932-33 Ashes competition between Australia and England the English captain Douglas Jardine implemented his famous bodyline strategy which was effectively to target the batsman directly at the time it caused an outcry and an uproar and was a PR disaster for the English bert oldfield an Australian batsman was struck on the head causing a fracture Today, cricketers dress like Japanese samurai when they go onto the field, although they carry no weapons, and they play a sport in relative safety behind their armour. For Christians, the only armour God wants us to wear is his. Let me say that again. For Christians, the only armour God wants us to wear is his. It is God's armour, not because by wearing it you will be protected, but because it is God who is your armour. The armour a Christian is to wear is essentially to acquaint themselves clearly with their new identity in Christ, coming to terms with their relationship with God and who they are in relation to him. God's armour is not something external to the Christian. It is not literally armour like cricket pads and helmet, but they are images that convey substantial information about identity, relationship and responsibility. Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13, Therefore put on the full armour of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Applying the principles we discovered yesterday, first Paul is repeating himself. He said the same in verse 11, put on the full armour of God. It is emphasis, it is essential. Armour implies conflict, not a walk in the park. It implies war, not peace. Being a Christian means being ready to fight, being prepared for action, being aware of danger. The second principle is the conjunction in English, therefore. Though it is a preposition in Greek, dia, which means through, on account of, or Because of. The word is used because of the preceding verses which explain that our adversaries are not human but spiritual forces of evil. Those who claim that Christians struggle against socialists or capitalists or left or right are not following Christ, they are just twisting the Bible to suit their own political agendas. Verse 12 is very clear in providing the context for verse 13, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. The only armour that will enable us to stand against Diabolos is God's armour. Not the arguments of the Constitution, or Christian heritage, or Trump, or DeSantis, but God himself. Jesus stood against Diabolos, so we can stand with him and not stand alone. For if we stood alone, we would fall. The third principle that we discovered yesterday is to read the full sentence. It reads, therefore put on the full armour of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. There are several insights I would like to draw out from this one verse, but I would like to draw your attention to the part of the verse which talks about attacking. Can you find it? Can you find that part in the verse talks about attacking? What does it mean? Remember, freedom matters today because you matter to God. Freedom Matters today looks at freedom from a Christian perspective. We look at freedom from fascism and tyranny, freedom from fear and despair, freedom from sin and death, freedom from guilt and shame, and freedom from past and prejudice. Please join me tomorrow for another episode of Freedom from Fear.